Hey everybody, welcome to Just Listen Understand. I'm here with Rebecca and Jessica. And can you guys introduce yourselves? Yes, I'm Jessica. Um, I go to North Carolina A&T State University and um, I'm here studying abroad with Nyla. Yes, and my name is Rebecca and I go to North Carolina A&T State University as well. And I'm here studying abroad for a semester in Ghana. And today, we're just going to spill the tea on our experiences from Ghana. So I want to know, both of y'all, how you guys feel about before you guys came, now that you're here, why did you choose to come here as well? So I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, Not a lot of prep went into it. I didn't really do background research before coming, so I didn't really have expectations. So when I landed and experienced everything, it was a pleasant surprise. Yes, I can also say the same thing. Um, I didn't have any expectations except what people told me before coming. But coming here, um, the reason I decided to come was mostly because dance. I study West African dance, so I wanted to experience that um, Ghanaian dance and things like that. But coming here, I would say my my favorite thing has been so far um, the cultural experiences, trying to like understand how people interact with each other and um, learning societal norms here in Ghana. True, true. And I came here because um, I've always loved African culture. I went to South Africa last year and it was very Americanized. So I just wanted to get that deeper feeling of like what being in Africa is like. And my mother's from Africa too. So, oh, and I didn't have any expectations when I got here. I kind of came here with like an open mind. So, um, how do you guys feel as black Americans? Do you feel like you guys are looked as differently than Africans? Are we? African women. (laughs) Yes, definitely. I, when I first got here, I realized, and I think I was told too, that American women, especially black American women, are just viewed as like just these sexual creatures that it's so easy to have sex with us. And it's mainly because of like how America portrays us in the media, but they genuinely believe it. And that was kind of shocking to experience. Um, for me, I would say that's also a big thing that I've noticed, but as well as like interactions with Ghanaian women, I feel like that's like the thing that stood out the most. Like they're not really that friendly towards me or anything, but I also Can you give them an example? Yeah, yeah. What I was going to say is I think what plays into that is I wear very, not revealing clothes, but you know, crop tops, leggings, shorts. Of course, Rebecca. (laughs) Yes. And show them that body. (laughs) You look good, you feel good, okay? Right. Um, So that's just how I dress in America and anywhere I go. So I decided that I was going to continue to dress the way that I please. But I think like, I just feel a lot of dirty looks a lot of times. I feel like it's been getting better lately or I've just gotten used to it. <laughs> um, but that's definitely like, I really don't have that many girl Ghanaian friends. And I don't know if that's attributed to the way I dress or anything. It's just like most of my friends are Ghanaian guys. Or so in class, how do they interact to you guys? They, they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> class is, especially when it's just mainly with Ghanaian students, it's a get in, get it out kind of situation. I don't really have conversations <laughs> with people. Um, but I definitely agree with what Rebecca was saying about, like, making friends with Ghanaian women. 
I don't think I have any. I definitely have more male friends here, which I think is Same. interesting. I do have more Ghanaian male friends than, you know, women. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think there might be one. There's one Ghanaian yeah. girl. But Mame. besides that, <laughs> I mean, besides my man, she's okay. Brenda, she stays in um, Jubilee Hall. Oh, okay. So she's chill, but she's like very, like, the way they're raised, they're not raised like, American women, so they probably think some of us are like sluts. Yeah. I hate to say it, but especially, <laughs> yeah, like even like showing my waist speed. I remember I went downstairs and they were like, "Why is your waist speed showing? You need to hide it." I'm like, "Oh yeah, Why? I definitely have been touched in Bush Canteen or Night Market, like by women tucking my beads in, like That's physically crazy. touching me." That's and crazy. I like at first I was like, "Am I allowed to cuss?" Yeah, first. Okay, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to wear my waist beads how I please. Because in America, I wear them out, yeah. like, whatever. But here, I just realized it's a thing of respect. Like, it's just like, not of respect, but that's just how I I feel like, let me just respect their culture so I don't continue to be touched yeah. <laughs> when I go to public places. That's what my mom told me. Respect the culture. Because I told her about that. Not to cut you off, but no, I'm just no. saying, what's the point in having a waist speed if I cannot show it in public? I think, right. That I think makes it's no sense. They view it differently. Like I've had people explain it to me. It's just seen as a very sexual thing here, so it seems like something like that's bomb. only supposed to be for your husband, or it's like a sexual gesture. So like it turns men on to see a waist speed. That's what the thing is. That episode of Degrassi when Manny. Oh, with the thong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what if waist beads are like that pink thong? And it's like when you see it, it's like. To be honest, I've heard guys like it. it Yeah, yeah, it's a very like. With Jacob. um, Tell us who Jacob is. Jacob is is the person I'm talking to. And so basically, he he explained it to me. He was like, it's a very sexual thing. And when I see it, you know, it kind of turns me on a little bit, you know. And I don't want everyone seeing what turns me on, basically. Like, like that kind of thing. Or that kind of idea. Yeah. It should be something private. Of course. Um, any other experiences? What do you think about Ghanaian men versus Ghanaian women? Do you think it's because Ghanaian men are viewed... Some African men are viewed as controlling. That's why these women are, like, the way they are. Because they don't feel like they can be who they are. Because of the male ego that's probably a piece of it but i also think it's just how they're raised Mm -hmm. like women are just raised differently here and a lot of things are attached to like morals and i don't know like america's getting pretty liberated to the fact where we can detach someone's clothing from their worth but here it's still very much like she's wearing this she's a hoe so yeah and I would say, yeah, it's definitely just the way, like, even when talking about, like, smoking and drinking or even going out, like, Ghanaian women, it's just not, like, they don't they don't smoke at all just because it's viewed as such a bad thing here. So I just think they're definitely just socialized different. Like, yeah. whatever is seen bad in the world, they, they're not going to want to do it because they don't want to be associated with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, whatever. But I wouldn't say that's all because I've definitely met... Um, Ghanaian women that are like very strong and very liberal just like yeah. and I wonder like how are they viewed like the women because I've met some too that do smoke and go out and like it's cool for us because we're going to go back home but I wonder how like they're viewed yeah. here on campus I will say I would say it's Ghanaian women because there's some Nigerian women here and 
I'm not gonna say they're the same, but they just they be about different stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. So I think it's like where you where you're from, like Africa. Yeah, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Ghanaian men are definitely easier to talk to. I don't know what it is. Okay, you speaking of... Ga- like, than Ghanaian women. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. of course. In America, I make friends easier with guys in general. Like, I don't... Just... That's really? just... Yeah. I, I don't think I do. No, I don't. Oh. I make See, I better say, friends with girlfriends. See, I would say, that's the big difference. Because I can make friends with a girl in America so easy. Just by, like, I like your outfit. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Like, exactly. Especially if we drunk. With guys. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Guys in America, I feel like I don't have, like that stronger connection like it's not as easy to be friends with them no i agree versus here like a boy will walk up to you and then now you guys are friends well i don't know can't relate because with my experience (laughs) with american boys it's like they don't take things as serious as girls so i can like just do shit and i can just be my full self around them and i also feel it's the same to bring it back to Ghanaian men I just feel like they're not as judgmental as I feel like when I'm with Ghanaian women. Like, I feel like I could say a lot of things yeah. and they would just be like, stupid. Yeah. Or just say yeah. <laughs> Like, just say and something. And I think, I think a lot of people are interested, like, I've heard, like, well, I'm very different than most most people. I think we're all very different than most, even most Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're very liberal. We're very, like, outgoing and whatnot. So I think people are like genuine, like guys, Ghanaian guys are genuinely interested in having conversations with us because they learn a lot. Like personally, like I'm a very liberal person when I come to sex. So sex can be like a normal conversation, not necessarily going on that level, but like whatever, whatever. When Mm -hmm. here it's not, sex isn't going to be a conversation that you have. I'm talking like in Ghanaian sense, like Ghanaian people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep making generalizations. Yeah, because, no. right, because like, this is just our limited experience with the 20 people we <laughs> interacted with. Of course, but feel free to speak. Like, we're not saying all Ghanaian, like the people you've met on campus or you've been yeah. around. Yeah, because so, there's, there's definitely people who are liberal and who understand, like, our point of view. Yeah. I just didn't. <laughs> I, I just didn't. I with them. <laughs> but I know they're here. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. next topic, we're gonna talk about love. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about what sex, love and sex. We're gonna talk about Ghanaian men in ge- general and the difference between them and American men with love and sex. And like, what do you she prefer? Knows. Yeah, <laughs> and what do you prefer? Yeah, with love and sex. It, are Nigerians allowed? Oh, Nigerians too. We can talk about Nigerians, but Nigerians well, are everywhere. So. Well, but I'm, definitely so speak speak your piece, girl. Speak your piece. I kind of do because my neck is a little sore. Um, Jessica. Yes. Just so people know. Yes, this is Jessica speaking. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had too much experience with Ghanaian. Did you not want to have an experience? Like you have opportunities. No, I've but had you so many opportunities. Let me tell you, if y'all are listening. If y'all are mildly attractive, mildly, I mean mildly, <laughs> and you come to Ghana and you are a woman, you are going to get so many, not only marriage proposals, but just dates, just trying to talk to you. So many people will walk up to you and be like, I just want to be your friend. So it wasn't that the option wasn't presented to me. I just felt like a lot of the connections I was making, I didn't actually want to make. Like I wasn't interested in knowing them. But that brings me to Nigerians. So I didn't have that problem. I didn't have that problem with Nigerian men. I just feel like I get a lot. They're a little, I feel like they're more liberal. And I don't know what it is about their culture because I don't know anything about Nigerian culture. But it just seems like 
they're a little more liberal and I could relate to them more. So that's so why I've been messing are you, with. Are you talking to a Nigerian? I am seeing a Nigerian regularly. <laughs> um, You're a goofball. Do yeah. you like them? Like how like what was their approach? Was it different from an American or would you say it's about the same? It was about the same because here's what I've realized about niggas. They're the same worldwide. There's internationally, universally, niggas are niggas and I don't know what it is about their biology that makes them niggas, but they're niggas everywhere. And that brings me to say how he approached me was I was wearing this skirt and you know, these cheeks were looking good in that skirt. And he walked up and said, nice skirt. And an American boy would do that exact same thing. And then that's how we started talking. So I don't think the approach was any different. Um, Ghanaian men are probably not as straightforward, like, with sexually wanting you when they approach you. But it's still the same shit. Do you like straightforwardness or do you want someone to, like, beat around? I'm a pretty butter. honest and okay. straightforward person. So I would rather, if you are just trying to look at my ass cheeks, tell me. And I'll say thank you. Okay. <laughs> tell me. What about um, For me, very, not very different, but... <laughs> I have definitely had more interactions with Ghanaian men, and what can, what can I say about these young fellows? Um, I would definitely say the same thing, like, niggas are niggas worldwide, okay? <laughs> um, but I would say that, how talking about how I got approached, they're, they're so polite. They're so freaking polite. Ghanaian men are just so nice and yeah. sweet. So, yes. by... The people that I've talked to here, they're just so sweet, like, hey, how are you? Whatever, whatever, you're so beautiful. Um, can I get your WhatsApp? <laughs> that's, oh, usually, that's the that main usually thing, how they, thing. that's so annoying. And, so I annoying. mean, they got me, so they got, <laughs> that, they got that WhatsApp. So that's how I started talking to Jacob. Um, but my experience is that um, Ghanaian men... They, I think they like to be in control, and I think they're socialized to be in control. Like, do you they like, feel like that? They have do, you, to. do you like that? It's a control? love, it's a love hate relationship because I am a very, very independent woman. Like I am uber independent, and I thank my mama for that. Um, but shout out to her. <laughs> yes, I do not like being told what to do, and that's their favorite thing to do. Mm. So it's just give them an example <laughs> for like some people who don't know what you're talking about. An example. Smoking. Okay. Smoking is an example. Um, just... (laughs) Okay, so I'm like a stoner, basically. Like, I smoke every day. Back in the States, and when I got here, I was really smoking very heavily. But then, I met Jacob, and he was just like, this shit needs to stop, (laughs) basically. (laughs) He was like, you need to relax and not be smoking as much. Does Jacob smoke? He does, but not, like, not frequently at all, like, twice a year type shit. Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he was like, this needs to stop and it needs to go. And me <laughs> liking him so much, I was like, okay, boo, I won't, I won't smoke no more. <laughs> I won't smoke no more during the week, because it was, the deal was, like, during the week, don't smoke. And then on the weekend, you can have at it. Why did he have a problem with that? I feel like I feel like he thinks that I I was dependent on it, and he just wanted to see like, is she really dependent on it, or not, or like. But you know what that sounds like? 
<laughs> a father. <laughs> and, that, you know, and that's daddy, so. Okay, period. <laughs> I heard that. Okay, like, so, I mean, I listened, and I still continue to listen. But it's certain things I definitely outline what I'm comfortable being told to do. And some things I will not do, some things I would do. It has to be within my own terms, like. And I think, like, he's also trying to figure out, like, how to be with someone so independent and so liberal. Like, he's never been with someone so, like... Do you think that African men are afraid of being with someone who's independent? I don't think they're scared. I think it just tests them. Like, it just... It's just, like, a little test. Like, okay. She don't want to listen. Okay, that's cute. I think it... I don't know. I feel like here... They're... I don't know, they're just seen as the head of the households, literally. Like, Christianity's still very big here. Like, I feel like they follow that to a T. And for someone to come in and challenge that, especially a woman, it's, like, directly telling them you're not a man or something. Like, that's how it feels. Mm. Um, which is a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> that, that, that truly is a mess because you can't control people, yeah. men or women. So that's, that's a no. I'll say my experience, Ghanaian men, man, I feel like they don't even have to know your name. They want your WhatsApp. Honestly, for real, like, it's it's annoying. Or they just want to be friends, and it's just like, I can't even help you. Yo, like, yo I what really are we can. going to talk about? That is my new line. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Honestly, <laughs> what is there to talk about? I'll say I'm single. I did. I was messing with someone, but I'm single. I'm single. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Tell us about it. Um, <laughs> like you said, all niggas are the same universal worldwide, international worldwide. International worldwide. <laughs> like, you really think it's different, but no, I will say that they're very, like you said, polite. I want to say they're family oriented, mm, a lot more family oriented. Okay. But yeah, we were we were kicking it, and I felt like we were yin and yang. Like I really did, like. Have feelings for the kid, <laughs> and um, sex was amazing. Loved it. Think about it till this day. <laughs> till this day, okay. But um, he wasn't responding to my messages. Like he went four days without texting me, and that's a problem. And that's a problem. That, that's a whole problem. Like we used to talk every day. It would be different if we were talking once in a while here and there. Right. But, but I go ghost. then right. I was in the hospital, and I'm like, nigga, you don't even want to see me, and you here? Like, what's what's the issue? Right. Baby boy, like this is not <laughs> what we're about to do. Like okay. no, like <laughs> if you don't want me, just let me know. Mm. So that's why I had to end it. But cool guy, cool guy. Right. No, like didn't end on a, like a bad, bad note, time. but but it's like the effort, baby. Yeah. I love that. effort. Keep that consistency. Right. One thing I do like about Ghanaian men, I don't want to say African because I've been on to every African country. Why is it not Nigerian men? Men, okay, JK, I'm back to African. Okay, <laughs> I like that when they're courting you. I just feel so special, like. When American guys are courting you, it's like, okay, we'll go on dates and shit. Mm-hmm. But here, it's like, I really feel like a princess. I really feel like I am a prize to be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it has its own problematic things. <laughs> but for a little bit, it's cute. And you really feel like, wow, like, I'm really that bitch, you know? No, yeah. I can definitely attest to that. Um... I would say they genuinely care about you. Like, I feel like that's the main difference between American men and Ghanaian men. Like, mm-hmm. in America, 
a man will not give a fuck about you, but still be wanting to talk to you every day, texting you every yeah. day. But in his heart, he don't even care about you. But here, if a guy is spending his time talking to you, he genuinely cares Bad. about you. Like, he's genuinely thinking about you. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say, like, I feel like everything is genuine. Like, they're not yes. moving out of some fake feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's very real. I agree. I feel like you know when it's not real. Yeah. 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 Because there are some guys out here who be scheming. Okay. Oh, let's talk about the scheme. Let's talk about how there's dudes posted out. Well, at the beginning when we first got here, there was a group of dudes posted outside of our hostel because they knew international students were coming and they were looking to prey on us. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, some people fell for it, some didn't. (laughs) But... But I wish I would have known that. To me. I there's so many things I wish I would have known. Tell us about. Okay, it tell us what you wish she would have known. Maybe, maybe let's. There was a dude I was talking to when I first got here. <laughs> okay, Khalil, right? Mm-hmm. And Khalil, it was so perfect. It was like picture perfect in the beginning. Y'all were cute. It was cute. It was, it was really cute. It was, mm-hmm. but then it was like. Yo, the whole of Ghana knows who Khalil is. <laughs> I don't know if this is being too soon. <laughs> no. No. Okay. But I just wish I would have known that he was associated with, like, everybody. Because that was on just, campus. like, on campus. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody knows him. That's a crazy yes, thing. Yes, and I just, I don't think I was mentally prepared for that. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, so that was definitely very interesting. I had a point when I started. But... That was the end of my point. I forgot. <laughs> Honestly, no, like things you wish you would have known. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, also forewarning, ladies, if you're listening, most likely whoever you're talking to, if they've been around the international student hostel one or two, they might have a significant other in California. <laughs> <laughs> about Khalil but literally Khalil's about the fifth case that I've heard about in this hostel niggas oh I know someone else and in, in different all hostels California. yeah I don't know what it is about Californian girls I'm sorry if I, you're Californian I'm Californian that's the gag oh. but I, I'm not really I don't know what it is about Californian girls but they be getting in these open relationships with men out here and and I just Let's talk about it. Do they know that they're in an open relationship? I just want to ask them so bad. You don't think they know? So you don't think they, they know? Well, we can because actually you talk remember about... when we were having that night talk with our good friend. That's exactly what I was about to mention. Yes. Our good friend, Ashley. Yes. We were talking to her, and she said that she had been, she's been seeing someone here, and she had said that he had finally asked her, like, you know, make this official, be boyfriend, girlfriend. And, but there was two conditions. He wanted it to be an open relationship. And then the second condition was it was only open for him. On the other side, oh, it was no. close for her. Controlling. That's that controlling thing. <laughs> right. So that's why I was like, I'm wondering if these women know that they're in open relationships. Or not even in an open relationship, but you know that, like, he is entertaining different women every single day here. But, but at the end of the night, he calls you every night and tells you that he loves you. But like I, what? But those that's what an open relationship is. I think like in America that's what an open relationship is. You're yeah. dating someone, but you're out here with other people and everybody. Do you think that's not. genuine love though? 
like to come back to that person and like say we're getting married and I did my thing or you could be like hey like how about let's have a deal if we get our shit together and we're both single let's get married that's what I think it should be in a perfect world y'all would be on a break so that you can fuck whoever you want to fuck I feel like I would never be in the position to want to be in an open relationship knowing that you're sticking your pee pee in somebody else every week but you want to tell me that you love me but you fucking her like you love her like is that's just not gonna make it. Since when? I think it's sex not, is attached. I mean, I mean, it's not that it is, but, but I'm like, so tired. Yeah, it's baby. a soul tie. I'm You're just so tired. Everybody out here, why are you trying to have a soul tie with me? Period. That's okay. the key on that. With soul ties, I definitely believe they're real, but I don't think. Let's. I think I it's think real. There has to be a woman that's had sex with fifty men are soul tied to 50 men i think there has to be some other condition that makes it to where you're attached to them okay. like maybe there was an emotional relationship yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're telling me a one night stand you attach that okay to your life. no if that but shit was fire to, to, i'm just saying like <laughs> when you have like that deep emotional sex yeah you're, you're really i don't think so no you're just because that's when the feelings come okay this I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. I felt this in my soul. Feel it, give it to me. Because it. okay, it's difference between a platonic relationship with someone where you're catching feelings for them. Okay, I genuinely see this about you. I genuinely see this about you, and then you're catching feelings. Mm-hmm. That's that's a surface level. When you add sex to the feelings that you may already be having, mm-hmm. that makes those feelings stronger. Because then you're thinking about like, dang, I really like this about him. Why his penis is in me, like, blowing my back out. Like, dang, that was so cute yesterday when he brought me that sweet bread. Like, <laughs> that sugar bread as, was so good. Like, do you get me? I get you, but as a 20-year-old <laughs> woman, I who was in a very long relationship, well, long for me, it was like a year and a half. That's a long time. Okay. That's long. I understand the idea of wanting an open relationship like we're still young and developing and you can so love you're saying you can still do want to experiment i don't know if i could because i say this like in theory i could, could. in theory i understand it but in action i'd probably be real bad at it because i'm super jealous and controlling but that's another that's <laughs> and that's another the thing podcast. about women when it comes to women and comes to men i feel like on both sides we're territorial yeah and i, I just don't feel like it's you. gonna be okay Maybe they can do it because they they're not seeing it. Yeah, if they were here. Okay, okay, okay. That's a yeah. No, I this girl that I was interning with this summer, she was in an open relationship, and her boyfriend came to visit and everything while she was out there fucking niggas in California. But they weren't necessarily talking about every person she fucked. They talked every night. They loved each other. But at the end of the day, they both know they're young. They know there's still things they want to learn about other people and explore. But what if you have sex with somebody else and you like that right. other person? And then now you Why are y'all in a tribe? But, like, I feel like y'all are putting a lot of emphasis on this sex thing. You're telling me there's not a way to be physical with someone without no, it having no. it Maybe it's just me. I'm a very emotional person. Same. And if I'm having long... Not long-term sex, but if I'm fucking... For more than three um, times. Three times. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not enough that I have to be fucking you where I actually like you. I'm not just fucking you because what? No, yeah. I have to genuinely enjoy being with you. And you're like that too, so I don't I know. Am, but I am, but I'm not about to shit on open relationships because I literally, I understand. No one said I was shitting. I'm, shit, I'm, just like, I'm just saying I can yeah. see why they're there yeah. and I can see like the benefits of them. Benefits? What do you benefit? <laughs> but you, besides having sex. Not okay, like just having sex. I'm just saying we're young. You really expect to get in a relationship. 
Okay. And not everybody believes in threesomes. Another <laughs> so you were, if y'all didn't hear, Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca whispered to me, well, why don't you just have a threesome? And not everybody's okay with that. I don't know if I could watch. But how are you? But how are you okay with knowing that he's fucking someone? Like, what's the difference? There's you might as well watch him fuck somebody else right in front of you. I don't know. I just like that it's open and honest and like, you're, I, I can just see the benefits of it. I don't know if I personally can do it given I my yeah. personality, but when I, I don't see people I do it, because I, I, I would just be feeling stupid. I know some stupid. people who can yeah. do it, and I know some a uh, couple who got married out of it. This was a YouTube couple, and mm-hmm. I don't want to butcher her name, so I'm not gonna say it. But <laughs> anyway, they got married and they were successful. They had good communication. Communication that's what it has was fire. It has to be mm-hmm. like some good. And Khalil shit. was talking to her every night, so that's good communication. That is, but Khalil was also slowly <laughs> catching feelings for me. Truly, so truly. it's like, where does that? And that's another thing. I think now for me, when I think of open relationships, I think of it separately as polygamy or polyamory. Please, I don't really know the definitions, but to me, polyamory is like you can be in emotional relationships with multiple people at once. When I think of an open relationship, I think of you have like a soul set person that you love, mm. but all you're just dating people or you're just like having yeah, sex with like it's like not at the same level. I don't want to do that. So what that's Khalil was doing, that would I as his girlfriend, even if not saying that to me, but if I was his girlfriend in an open relationship, I would think he was being wrong because the He's deal is not to catch feelings. Do you think right. the feelings were like he really, really cared about you. Yes, it was dead ass genuine, mm-hmm. and I think like it was getting to the point like I'm kind, I'm not kind of glad that we stopped talking, but like I think it was at a good point that we stopped talking because it was getting to the point of where it could possibly be like I really like you, like I liked him and he liked me too, and we would tell each other that we like each other, but like it was getting to the point like the more time you spend with someone, the more sex you have with that person, and like if you're with them every day, it's just gonna. Mm-hmm. lead to something else so like i feel like if we would have stayed like where we were it would have definitely gone to something else and then that's why i'm thinking like i think that's why i couldn't do it because like it's like what am i am i just like are you gonna break up with your girlfriend because you really like me or are you just telling me you really like me and then it's just like not, you know what? I like, yeah. it's just yeah. like i don't know yeah, I don't agree with that kind of I don't think I don't think you can have for me, if I was in an open relationship, I think there'd be a rule that we couldn't catch feelings for other people. You can't but it, but you really can't control them. You can't control them, but like at least communicate with me that you are starting to I know it's gonna that's why I don't think I could be in one, but I get it. I understand. I it, think I get I the principle of it too, but I think like knowing every like I'm so, so glad that I had that first interaction with him because I think I would have been naive going into like other relationships with people like saying I want to be in a relationship and I'm going to try this long term thing because no I would never be that naive to think that he's over here being 100% loyal there's no way mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way I can believe that not in this country I can't even in believe this in my country <laughs> in the same city same right. you're right about that so, you're so right yeah but you also mentioned sex yeah Y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. <laughs> Let's yeah, talk. And I, <laughs> Let's start. Okay. What's the start? I have not had sex with a Ghanaian man, but I said men, man, but I have been intimate with a Nigerian, a Nigerian, and In- a Jamaican. <laughs> 
Intimate as in had sex or intimate as in other things? As in the penis is going into my vagina. And honestly, for me personally and my personal experience, <laughs> I won't say it was like, oh my god, African dick. Stop. That's just me personally. Stop. So silly. Stop that. That's me Jessica. personally. You sound like a whole Stop. country country white girl out here. Me personally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go. That's all I have to say. It was just, I think before I came, I was expecting. Oh, this is going to sound so ignorant. Forgive me. But I was expecting some elephant dicks. <laughs> they dropped them boxers in an elephant fucking trunk. Lots out of them, and that's what I was expecting. Ooh, I'm dead. And I'm not saying that's not what I got, but that's not what I got. So but you still like because I told her no, she needs to be talking to these Ghanaian men. Because right, but are there? But their dicks aren't okay. Okay, sometimes it's not always about it's the not, sex. I know, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that was one of my ignorant expectations. I had no expectations, but that was one of them. I just knew that. These yeah, okay. <laughs> which is so terrible. Mm. I would say my experience here with Ghanaian men sexually has been phantasmal. It's been fantastic. I think I've had the best sex of my life here, right here in this country. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll say that. It's been, and it's, I've really learned. It is not about the size of the boat, but it is about the motion of the motherfucking ocean. Like, Say it again, y'all. Yo, the boat don't matter, man. Yeah. What's the waves doing? L fucking L. Period. No, that's true. So I would just say, yeah, it's been amazing so far. Number one is up there. And number, I don't know about, okay, I didn't mean to say Fuckers, I'm just gonna <laughs> What about you, Nyla? Yeah, um, <laughs> the sex has been good. I really enjoy it. Like, were you about to say great? I was gonna say great. This is a thing. <laughs> I don't, okay, I'm never gonna tell that person. We're gonna call him Stan. We're gonna call him Stan. I don't think I'm gonna tell Stan he's the best I ever had because that's gonna gas his head up. Like, oh, oh I'm doing something, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah it, it's probably the best i've ever had that's good i definitely had and, the best and i love how it's not always about them oh like, yeah like it's about me y'all it is. i really they, appreciate now, that one thing i will say that i wasn't expecting they love to eat some cat oh, oh they yeah love it. they love it and i love it <laughs> they love it. Yeah, I love it. We love it. I, and I don't want to generalize, but yeah, from shouldn't. a lot of people that I've talked to, it seems to like they're okay with eating it and they like it. And that's what I don't understand about men who don't get pet. How is it nasty? And I'm never gonna deal with that ever again in my life. I've um, dealt with it once. I would say okay. I'm just gonna give this. I think. Ghanaian men, certain Ghanaian men love, I think we should just start right. using yeah. specifics. Certain Ghanaian men love to give head, others do not. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes have to... Have experienced the do not? Yes, I have. And I'm still dealing with oh. it, but I'm learning that I'm not pressed because <laughs> the dick is good. <laughs> you mm-hmm. get me? So I'm not pressed. But... You're picking onto their lingo. You're saying you get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just think that goes to say, like, 
how sex in America is very liberal and like it's very explorative I feel like in America like it's lots of yeah. chances to explore what you want and whatever whatever but here they may not have be exposed unless you're having sex with Americans do you give me like you're not gonna be exposed to like a sex nasty freak that knows I mean, a lot of things I mean, freaky I mean, when I'm but sure. I from what I've experienced Americans are thing. are the most and I like that you know I've yeah. met a lot of guy friends out here and I like to talk to them about <laughs> their sex with different um, races because I think it's really cool that they're able to experience like just different nationalities and compare and from what they say Ghanaian women aren't as like explorative as mm-hmm. you said in se- like as in pillow princesses or pillow princesses is what yeah oh yeah is what I heard. Which I mean, and I also heard that from our friend that's Ghanaian. Who? Mimi. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just. I know who you're talking about, but I'm like. I just oh. remember her saying one day, like that she sometimes doesn't make any noise during sex. Oh yeah, I did. It was when well, we were at, around. Were we playing that game? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I don't know how you don't, but. Yeah. Teach his own. I guess maybe it's not good. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Because how? Her fault. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. 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 I don't know. Because you're gonna be silent the, the whole time. That's scary. Stop that. It's not that scary. And I wonder where that comes from. And like, did they ever grow out of it? Like, I no. Like, <laughs> when you're 30 and you have these niggas' kids, like, will you have an orgasm? Like, if, like I just want. I feel bad for them. Yeah. I feel bad. And I hope that sex becomes more liberal. Because I think it makes, like, like say you're having sex, but you're just having boring-ass sex. You're not, ex- you're not experiencing the full realm of the sex world. You might as well go all out. Mm-hmm. I mean, go all out within the realms of what you're comfortable with. Right. Because people are different. Right. But I'm saying, like, explore with within whatever you're comfortable with, or you're going to be having boring sex until you're 45. Like, right. And nobody wants that. And you know what's crazy? We started this conversation by talking about how, like, they view us as these <laughs> overly sexual creatures. And, yes, we've spent a long time talking about sex. But my problem isn't that they view us as sexual or, like, it's the fact that, like, they attach sex. I keep saying they. But in my experience, have attached sex with, like, immorality. No. No. That's not a word. Immorality. Is that's a word? A word? Immorality. Yeah. And, like. Oh, it being just being thing. dirty like it's a bad thing like personally I stay in this hostel where you're not supposed to visit people after, after 12 and you know my little ass <laughs> be going out after 12 and be trying to stay in the Nigerians room do you get I'm in trouble to. yes and all of the porters that's what they call people who like watch over the, the annoying people the hostels I think they know. I think they all talk. And I think, like, I definitely get looks. And they don't even know what I'm doing. I mean, I am doing what they think I'm doing. But, like... Yeah, why do you have to assume? <laughs> that just bothers me. And why is it negative? You're telling me you don't want to... You don't want to have sex out here, Porter? That's really, Are you telling me that's not something you were ever interested in? Like, right. I just don't... The judgment is what my problem is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I just feel like I don't want there to be a curfew. That's, that's kind that's, of I think it's because we only stay in the international. Yeah. It's because this is the only hostel that has that. 
Mm-hmm. Really? Every other hospital you can walk in and walk out. That's well, I get it. Maybe. I can't understand I it because, you know, the protection. Same, same yeah. Or do you know how many Ghanaian, not Ghanaian, <laughs> I didn't mean to say Ghanaian like that, but Ghanaian <laughs> men will be walking in and out of here. Like, do you know how many times I've been asked, what's your room number so I can come and visit you? Yeah. Like, so I, so I'm, very, I'm very grateful for yeah, it. That for too, this. Yeah. But I feel like if I'm a resident and not a stranger walking off the street, then let me do what the fuck I want to do because I'm a grown ass woman that's how I and y'all feel. are judging me it's not like they're, they're not doing it because of our safety all the time sometimes it's literally like cause they can't be whore. like you're a little whore stop being out here I feel you it's not even like past that 12 curfew I mean I don't I'm not messing with anybody it's two but when I walk over there they'd be like oh can I see your ID like you know I'm an international you student know, you know like, you you've seen me so what's oh. the big deal? Like I don't understand. And one time I forgot my ID. They're like, "Oh, so you stayed the night?" No, I didn't. But if I did, is it your business? No. It's a Just give me my Just ID let back. Me walk past the fucking. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get on my nerves. Yeah, they're rude too. They are rude and annoying. I had to cuss this lady out. Well, I didn't cuss this lady out. Okay. But <laughs> downstairs, um, Steve, they knocked on the door. Stan. I mean, Stan, Stan, when me and Stan were having sex, and they knocked, and I was pissed, because I didn't finish. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, literally. And they're like, oh, um, it's past 12. He can't be here. I was like, what? Porter's knocking on doors. So, here's another thing. People are very watchful of who you walk around with. Oh, yeah. Even if you're not talking to them. Again, that wasn't my case. But I had been hanging out with this boy often so often that the porter came and knocked on my door at like 1 a.m because she just knew he was in my room just knew and he wasn't even there and she looked stupid and she walked up three flights of stairs for is, she, is she dark skin it's the one with the dreads oh her oh yes i don't i don't well the girl ones they be annoying they be on something oh no i'm like what is wrong with you let me get my nut in peace. Oh, like, well. this doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you at all. Right. Go get you some dick. Exactly. But yeah, I think that was a big adjust- adjustment for me because me personally, like, I just not really care what people think, but I like for people to have a positive perception and opinion of me. Mm-hmm. And to feel like I'm being judged just for walking around with people or even having sex with them, it really bothered me at first. Yeah, it really got. But that happens everywhere, fuck. even on campus. Like, if you walking with someone for more than two days consecutively, y'all yeah. have to be fucking. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, because Ghanaian girls, you know, they give us those looks. You think they think, oh, we're promiscuous? Yes. yes. <laughs> they have been told. That's that I, I asked one of them, is that what you think, and she said yes, because y'all be walking around in them biker shorts. She specifically mentioned biker shorts. I do be walking around in my biker shorts because it's hot as fuck. Right. <laughs> and I, mean, I can see, like, I try to put myself in their shoes. Like, anytime there's just different cultural disagreements or just conflict, I get it. Like, if you're socialized a certain way, that's literally how you see the world. But you know nothing else. I just want to understand, like, how are they making this work? Because I've heard Ghanaian <laughs> men complain, like, oh, yeah, they don't kiss until they're, like, y'all in love like they don't have sex with you until you guys are like what established not about and and i'm just like as a woman like i just don't know how you guys can coexist together and they're like we just cope 
to it too because there are some Ghanaian girls out here right. who maybe are not as liberal it. as us but they be throwing that shit back and uh, I like I, I, I haven't seen it though. I hope someone I need to meet one because I'm trying to see what it's about I have yeah. like there's girls out here but there's also the girls that yes don't kiss until it's very serious so I don't and, and I applaud them if that's really what they want if yes. in their hearts yes. that's in the their hearts thing. they low key be wanting to fuck then girl just go for it yeah and i feel like just off of my conversations it seems like there isn't a low-key nature of wanting to fuck they genuinely believe like doing these acts is wrong and immoral and they care so i mean you guys feel immoral i don't but i was not i did not grow up in this culture like my mom thank god is a very open and liberal person so i just grew up with these open and liberal I didn't I mean I think this is just a very Christian country we're talking about like church seems like the revolver of a lot of things and let's talk about that yeah even my mom is very Christian but I just diverged a little you know what I'm saying but uh um I think the Christianity here just shows in people's like the way they act, the way they speak, I think it's a part of the culture. Like, they go to church, so that's the way they need to act wherever they are, regardless. And I think, like, there has to be some sense of in the household, they're being told, don't do this, don't do that, don't act like that. You're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to. Do. So they genuinely feel like they're not yeah. supposed to be doing that. Yeah. You know? And it's so Christian here that, like, Nine times out of ten, if someone's playing the radio, it's gospel music. And I think that's so wild. I mean, like, it's just a very Christian culture. Even the girl in our group, she was like, do you go to church on a Sunday? I'm like, nope. I've only been there once since I've been here. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll be bored if I don't go to church. I'm like, you're bored. she does it? Yeah. On a Sunday. I I do other activities if I'm bored on a Sunday. That's just me. about Ghanaian churches. Um, I've... I don't know about your experience. So I can make sure I'm not making a generalization. What was your experience? They're very dramatic. <laughs> the one I went to is very dramatic. Um, like, yes, Christianity is dramatic already. Like, with the stories and everything. Right. Yes, it's dramatic. But he took it, the pastor took it to another level. What and was like, he talking about? There was a video being shown while he was talking about why we should be giving the church money. Of people crawling on their nubs because they didn't have legs. And bleeding, and I like just terrible stuff playing. He was like, "Look at these people. We're trying to help them. You should be giving a thousand CDs." And I was like, "So you need to show the video to get that point across." And it just really kind of it made me feel so yucky. It kind of took away the the faithful part of being in the church for me personally. How many times have you been to church here? Once. That one time he played that video. No, and why did you go to church that once? When was this? <laughs> <laughs> so Rebecca is trying to call me out. Why did I go to church? Um, so I'm not even really Christian. I'm probably closer to agnostic. So I wasn't going necessarily for that reason. But this boy in my class named Nana, which I can say because everybody, <laughs> it's a common name, yeah. um, wanted me to go with him and his cousin. So I went. Oh, I thought you went to church because you dropped your phone. Oh, okay. So Nana was a part of it because I had been telling him I'd go with him. But what really had happened was my phone wasn't turning on or something one day, and I just knew it was broke. And I said, God, if you turn this phone on, I promise I'll go to one of these churches out here. And he turned it on, so I had to go. 
God works in mysterious ways. Okay. It really does. The church I went to, like, it was chill. Kind of reminded me of, like, those elevation churches. I don't know if you've heard of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what the church I went to. But honestly, like, I don't mean to be bring race into this, mm-hmm. but, like, the lady was, like, the first lady was white, so mm-hmm. it kind of, like, turned me off. And I was kind of so like, weird. I was kind of like, nah. Like, it just seemed like, I'm like, you came here to Africa to, like, spread the word of man. <laughs> I, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And then. What about the actual, like, sermon? The service was nice, singing, talking. Like, it was real. it was a good service. But. I'm not a church person in general, mm-hmm. so it's just not for me. But I love God, just maybe See, not the I whole. Love God. I, do you love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to church out here, nor will I probably ever. Why not? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a church, I'm not a church goer. Okay, in and why is that? Just cause the church. The church too corrupt for me. It is so I'm corrupt. Not gonna pretend, Absolutely. I'm not going to pretend to worship in a place where I don't know what's going on behind these doors once I leave. Yeah. That's how I feel. See, because I, I, always... I could worship right here in my room. Have a whole spiritual okay. connection. And I could listen happen. to whatever I need to listen to right here in my room. So why would I go outside to an institution that is most more than likely corrupt yeah. in whichever way, shape, or form? And I just cannot. Is Jacob a Christian man? Yes, he is, and he's so Christian and so cute, and like he goes to church on Sunday, and I'm still laying in the bed. Does he know like you don't believe in that? Yeah, and I mean, there's deeper reasons like of why I really don't associate with church, but like the main reason is because corruption, whatever. And after I told him, he was like, "Okay, I actually really understand that." And I'm on like this spiritual journey right Mm -hmm. now, so I feel like not that it would corrupt me, but like going to church might swing my views one way or another and I think the crazy Mm -hmm. thing is like I was raised in the church like every Sunday I was in church with my mom so I think it's like it it also has an effect on my spirituality and how I'm becoming as a spiritual being because I'm still very connected to God and things like that and a lot of things that I've learned in church so it's definitely still had an influence on me I'm just not interested any longer and okay I just want to wrap this up Okay, your experience. Do you think this has changed you? For the better, for the worse, all of that. This has changed me. This is Rebecca. This is Jessica. This has changed me so much. <laughs> um, this experience that I've had. Honestly, like, I came in blind. I'm still ashamed to say that because there's people here who did all this research before coming. Mm-hmm. And I did not do none of that. But I just feel like I've learned so much, not only about other people and, like, how many different ways you can live life, but also it's made me question, like, how I thought there was only one right way to do things. Like, I'm a very, I'm really hard on myself, and I'm very kind of black and white when it comes to, like, things. And this experience has made me realize, like, life is really fucking crazy. You can't plan out not shit in, like... Who are you telling? That's what that taught me, too. Right, and it's... I like I've just started questioning everything. I'm low key very overwhelmed and going through it right now because of that. But I'm so blessed that I was here and able to do this at like right when I turned twenty. Because now I can start gang gang. So now I can start this journey of self discovery. Period. I definitely feel one hundred percent the same. I've learned so much, so much, and. Um, 
And I've experienced so much that I just am going to be forever grateful. The main thing I'm happy about is just my dance experience that I've gained here is just out of this world. I feel like I've just become a better dancer in so many ways, so I'm very happy about that. But also the experiences in the culture, like, I think I'm more culturally, like, competent now. Like, <laughs> I realized that on the other side of the world, they quite literally think so differently than us. Literally. And they do. And I'm very interested in having a Ghanaian husband one day, so I didn't know that. But now, mm. I'm going to come back and marry Jacob. Mm. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, My experience has been wonderful um actually it has opened my eyes like really you can't plan things this i've learned a lot of things with Ghanaian time mm. um especially today when y'all didn't show up but thank you guys for showing up but y'all were late but it just it just story. shows me yeah it is a long story it just proved shows me like stuff can't be planned and you know you don't know where life takes you and i've done like stuff that I really wouldn't do in America. Good things, not mm. not nothing crazy, but it's just like it's just opened my eyes, especially with culture and like the way people live, and just like understanding that okay, some things are different, but it's okay. And like I love mm. how there's like this whole community thing in Africa. You know, people are caring, and I do appreciate that. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. So before I came here, I have this Nigerian mentor. And I was, like, asking her about her experience when she um, came here. She also took, she didn't study abroad, but she was here for an extended period of time. And she was saying that, like, being here, it's going to really slow you down and make you really think and be in the moment. And she also said that it would help me see things outside of the hustle. Because I don't know about y'all, but if you're in corporate, like, it's like, I got to get this internship. I got to interview and all this shit. And it's easy to get really caught up on it. But honestly, she was so right. I, I've been thinking about the hustle for like the past two years. And this is the first time I've really pulled myself out of it and questioned things outside of my career. So. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> no, seriously. Cause Definitely enjoy the moment. That shit don't even matter. Anymore. It really don't matter. And it's like you can't even plan it out. Can't. That's what I'm learning here. Like, honestly... I thought even when it comes to relationships, this is crazy. I really thought me and Stan could have went somewhere. Like when you got back? Not when I got back. I'm just talking about in general. Like I just felt like when we met at first, I wasn't super attracted to him. But over time, like, you know, my feelings grew. So even with that, and then it's just like now, I don't get a te- text back. I mean, that's just life. Like, that's just life. <laughs> like, I've just learned, like, stuff can't be planned these days. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, I'm just right. chilling. But anyway, I'm going to end this. This is No Chill Nyla. J- Rebecca, Jessica, thank you guys for coming. Of course. No anytime. problem. And this is Just Listen Understand. Thank you for listening. Um, Just to ask <laughs> another thing at the end, we're going to talk about an extraness about sex yes i just had to say Ghanaian men have the strongest dick i've ever experienced and i don't mean strong like whatever you may be thinking i mean like they can go rounds upon rounds and the rebound game from round one to round two is like 70 seconds like 
what mm-hmm. American men don't have that and I can tell you from experience American men don't have that so I think it's because they eat tiger nuts out here they actually help with um, erectile function um, so I'm blessed <laughs> the moral of the story is thank you for recovery time thank you for um, tiger nuts God um, thank you for strong dick and yeah great <laughs>